Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AF640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Again? Yeah. Were we just Another sitting one. here? Uh, maybe you were. I went home. Yeah, I never left. <laughs> I've been here since 6 o'clock last night, and I'm still here. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. We're going to go through the uh, Troika of Fools in a moment. That'll cover a lot of this hour as we play you some audio and tell you some stories about some idiots in the news. Um, We got another press release this afternoon that the effort to recall Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon has hit another big milestone. In fact, their last press release wasn't that long ago, uh, about two months ago, maybe. And uh, they have... uh, achieved another milestone worth of uh, signature collecting. They have now passed 200,000 signatures collected and $4 million raised, which is really good news. They have until July 6th actually to achieve the 600,000 plus signatures that they must get from LA County voters. So they're really rolling along here. And I think when we talked to former LA County uh, DA, Steve Cooley, a while back, he had said that uh, it was coming in at a rapid rate, the signatures, the petitions. In fact, I just mailed mine in a couple of weeks ago because I had forgotten about it. But um, if they can pull this off, they think the recall will appear on this November's ballot. Because by the time they submit all the signatures in July, what they have to do next is verify the signatures. That shouldn't take but 30 days or more. And they should be able to meet the deadline for the mail-out of the ballots for November. In fact, it's even faster uh, than we thought. Because uh, I'm just checking. They announced on March 16th that they had 125,000 signatures. So they got 75,000 signatures in, t- in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. That's what I remember him saying is that uh, as, as he speak, as he was speaking to us, he said they're overwhelmed with, with just mail coming in and oh submissions God. coming in. And they've got... Uh, it says here they have permanent signing locations. 
which is really cool. A complete list of permanent signing locations has been added to the website and the recall app. And as we told you back then, they have an app too. Yeah, so they're getting about 40,000 signatures a week coming in. You're serious when you get an app. Yeah. <laughs> this is the way it should be done. You know, for everybody, we've had a lot of groups and people on the air pushing all kinds of worthy propositions, and they stalled out because they were disorganized. They didn't have the money. They didn't have the signature gatherers. They didn't have the money. They didn't have the money. And yeah. you get the money, and then you can do things like, you know, get pay for an app. Uh, you got uh, they've got four million dollars. They got uh, they're getting forty thousand signatures a week. Well, plus this one doesn't need a whole lot of persuasion either. You don't have to explain much. I mean, Gascoigne has become public enemy number one in LA County. Yeah, I'm taking a look at the website again, which again is recall dagegeorgegascoigne.com, and I say that slowly and carefully because there's been a ripoff attempt. I don't know if those people are still around. But I hope you're not signing any petitions but the ones from RecallDAGeorgeGascon.com. And I got the great list. Uh, the Association of Deputy DAs and District Attorney George Gascon citing they were being forced to violate their oath of office, or they sued him. Uh, the elimination of cash bail, ending the use of sentence enhancements and letting violent criminals off easy, refusing to prosecute juveniles as adults. And we all know that story with the the man who now identifies as a woman after he committed a heinous crime on a 10-year-old girl. Yeah. Abandoning victims at parole hearings, declining to prosecute crimes that affect quality of life, and never seeking the death penalty or life without parole, even in the most egregious cases. And they've added another feature. I was just going to see if I... Oh, here it is. Yes. Find out which politicians and donors are supporting Gascon and his dangerous policies. And... Oh, it's it's complete with pictures. Follow the money. The following individuals donated over $7.3 million to support George Gascon and his policies. And number one, John, is George Soros. $2.4 million he gave. This is the original campaign. I don't know how much he's given to fight the recall. He's evil. I mean, that that guy, he's a multi-multi-billionaire. He's in his 80s, and he has funded... So many destructive, progressive left-wing DAs and politicians around the country and these groups, yes. these 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 vaguely named activist groups, um, and he doesn't give interviews. I've never been able to find out why he's doing this, but it's it's been very, very destructive. People are dying because of George Soros, and uh, he's he's too old and too rich and unreachable to get back at him. The Netflix duo. Right up there. Oh, uh, Reed God. Hastings, $550,000, and Patty Quillen, $1,650,000. You know what? It's gotten to the point now when I see the Netflix box pop up on my TV, I get pissed off because I think of Reed Hastings and his wife, and I think of the money they gave to Gascon, and then I think of the people who get killed or harmed because of Gascon. And it's like it sours me on clicking the Netflix box. I just get a, a the surge of uh, disgust because yeah. that's you know that's that's our money that's being used. If you have an ex Netflix account, it gets rerouted some of it into the Gascon Empire. Yeah, and then the, these uh, there's a story we did. I think it was last year. Is this uh, four women? The other ones: Elizabeth Simons, seven hundred and twenty-five grand; Mary Quinn Delaney, four hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars to George Gascon. 
they were just described as like wealthy women who had decided they wanted criminal justice mm. reform and they put money towards candidates I'm, like Gasco. I'm telling the most progressive woke people in in our society right now are these upper middle class to wealthy white women. I, I've I've seen studies on this. They yeah. are more progressive and woke than any minority. Way more than men are. Way more than and and poor people minorities are. I I just it's it's just this weird. I don't know if if they they're trying to atone for a lifetime of being rich. They've got some kind of weird guilt about being rich, and and so now they they're they're like giving uh, donations to a church here to absolve all their sins. There, there, there seems to be some kind of religious component here to what there's they're another, doing. Another uh, section: elected officials supporting Gascon. They got three Congress members. Karen Bass isn't one of them. I guess she completely separated herself from. Yeah, uh, but she does. <laughs> she 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 did right up till uh, last autumn. Yeah. You know, yeah. She she hasn't changed. All she says now is, "I just don't believe in recalls." She's lying. Well, that that's and that, that's an idiotic statement. That uh, recalls are absolutely necessary when you have somebody who's so abusive, and 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 has has single handedly tried to undermine the entire justice system that we voted on. I mean, those are laws. Those are laws set in stone. They weren't changed by the legislature. That's the law. He's violating the law. So you have a government official, a district attorney, repeatedly violating the law day after day. And I don't think I know. I don't believe in recalls. Oh, get it. Get the hell out of here. Then, then uh, who? Then who should uh, who should be recalled? Anybody? You mean a guy who violates the law every day as part yeah. of his uh, uh, routine? Oh, you wait till twenty twenty four and vote him out. Yeah, sure. So give him yeah. three more years. You 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 wait till twenty twenty four. He's done enough uh, damage. The three Congress members are Tony Cardenas, Alan Lowenthal, and Grace Napolitano. Those are the three pictures they have. And under that is a whole bunch of other local assembly members and state senators. Bonin's on the list, of yeah, course. Nithya Raman. These are the Democrat socialists. Yeah. A, a lot of the L.A. City Council's on the list, yeah. actually. These are, these are destructive anarchists that want to destroy any kind of peaceful civilization that we have. Every single thing they say, everything they do, all their votes, all their support they give is about is about ruining our quality of life because it's wrong for us to have it. So they're doing a great job. This looks really organized. And again, if you go to recalldageorgegascon.com, you can download a recall petition for yourself to sign and to send in. Or you can look for those permanent signing locations, which has been added to the website and the recall app if you want to get an app. And they got a calendar of upcoming recall events. So they're rolling. As we just said, they've already moved up to past 200,000 signatures in just a couple of weeks when you said, what, they had 125? 125 on March 15th, two weeks ago. Well, that's that's remarkable because I was a little nervous when I heard the 125 on March 15th. But if they're going at this clip, now this is really good news. Yeah. All right. Does anybody still hungry or did everybody have lunch? I had lunch. Had lunch? Yeah. Why? You had lunch? You're going to say right, something to make you, us... Deborah, uh... Mark, because we've got a word salad to serve next. Oh, okay. A delicious salad. word salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> It's coming from, I used to think that uh, Dopey Newsom was big on word salads, but he's been passed up by this woman. Coming oh, up next. I know. She's actually stupider than Newsom. John and Ken, KFI. and John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, tomorrow, uh, we'll bring back the Moist line. You can uh, leave your message in the iHeartRadio app. There is a talkback feature on the KFI part of the iHeartRadio app, the John and Ken page. It's a little microphone. You can use that to leave a message that way. They're collected. They're listened to. 
Uh, you can also leave the voicemail at one eight seven seven moist eighty six, one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. All right. Well, we promised you if you're still hungry for a little lunch, another word salad. Uh, this is coming from the vice president Kamala Harris. We're also going to talk about a new poll. There's too many polls, but a poll of many polls about the 2024 election. But uh, yesterday uh, she was meeting with Jamaican officials. As you know, she has Jamaican heritage, right, John? She's a very uh, diverse person with much. She's a diverse person. She has uh, <laughs> India background from India. Yeah, right. Jamaica. Because all that is more important than having a brain. Well, that is the case, although I would say, because I do look at this now and then, the El Segundo Times really tamped down their coverage of her because... <laughs> yeah, but- it's if you don't have anything good to say about someone that you really support like they do, then don't say anything. Would, so would, wouldn't you love to have been at the meeting where they decided that she's a colossal embarrassment and we're no longer going to follow her day by day progress? They had a section devoted yeah, to her. I know. Of the website. And it was prominently. It was like a Kamala Harris page. And there was a prominent link to it on the front page of the L.A. Times. Yes, it used to be at the top, the little headline page right. at the top when she first became VP. And, and then sometime she, last year, it, it, it disappeared. And she kept embarrassing herself. And suddenly that link disappeared. And I suppose that section is somewhere there on the site. But you got you to search for a while to find it. So the head scratcher comes when she was uh, talking. Uh, she was meeting with the Jamaican Prime Minister, Andrew Holness. I first glanced, I said, His Holiness? No, it's just or Holness. To talk about Jamaica's COVID 19 response. Well, they were not, they're not giving her much <laughs> wait, now, are they? Wait, we sent the vice president? <laughs> no, no, no. This was in D.C. He came to, he came to the, the White House. To talk, to talk about Jamaica's. COVID-19 response. What relevance is that? I don't know. They don't know what to do with her. Apparently that book that's come out from the New York Times writer is she did not like the fact that they made her like the borders are. She did not like that. But she doesn't know anything. Yeah, she was uncomfortable. And and their policy is to let uh, millions of people in. So what what was she supposed to do? Oh, uh, wasn't she looking for the root causes? Did she find them yet? Well, she thinks it's poverty. Uh-huh. That's it. So we give them money and thank, uh, we thank, move on. Thanks for that. And the government gobbles it up and never makes its way down to the people and they continue to migrate. <laughs> oh, okay. This is usually what happens. Oh, so the root, the, cause, the root cause was found. Yeah. It's that they don't have any money. Oh, I didn't know that. Remember that story Who we thought? did? Um, I should dig it out one day again. Where and I forget which media outlet it was, but they actually traced some of the big funds that went to the Central American countries and what happened to them. It was really kind of, well, bizarre you know, how crazy and wasteful some of the spending was. Well, the, on, government, uh, the government steals the money. <laughs> what, yeah, well, what? and sometimes it makes its way to the companies, but the projects are stupid. They have nothing to do with, with, with keeping no, migrants from no, migrating. They're, I, they're, just, they're just political deals and kickbacks. and uh, So yeah. here she is. Here's 30 seconds of a word salad from Vice President Kamala Harris talking about Jamaica's, and then we'll give you the the subject, if you can follow it, Jamaica's COVID-19 response. We also recognize, just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, by 
assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica that have been <laughs> essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the, the issue of public health, but also the economy. <laughs> now, for whatever that message was, it could have been said in like five seconds. Uh, but, We're going to help Jamaica recover from COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> this is what I like. Basically, it was the economic impact of it. Well, listen to this part here. Uh, we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery by assisting. <laughs> and she did that. Was that last week or the week before? Remember, yeah. she kept repeating the same phrase. Yeah, yeah. So now she's repeating the words. Yeah, assist in recovery. Um, and then uh, an essential and necessary, and yeah, it really was just a, a large platitude. Yeah, and, and it's run-on platitudes, or it, she gets fixated on certain phrases and repeats them over and over. This actually, like, just doesn't say anything. How does she do that? Like, I don't even know how she does that. I couldn't do that even if I wanted to uh, goof around, right, to imitate uh, her, to do a I've parody. I've behavior. I mean, she's not reading off a teleprompter. At least I hope she's not. And sometimes when people are nervous, and that's where the laugh comes in, they do start repeating parts of what they're saying. Because their brain kind of freezes up, so they kind of repeat the same two or three words over and over but, again. I mean, even Biden's given cue cards and cheat sheets to try to keep him focused. Oh, yeah. Did you see that story on the cheat sheets he had the other day when he was at uh, the press conference? Yeah, when, when Peter where, Ducey. Where, where Peter Ducey asked him about all the walkbacks. He had like a whole thing in front well, of him to read from. First, he claimed that they didn't happen. But then he started reading from a card that explained why they happened. It was, it was clearly written out on the card, oh. too. Exactly what we heard, we played in the audio was on the little card. Somebody somebody took a photograph from the side, and he right. was holding up the and card. And they magnified it, and you could see the words, the exact words he spoke. So, so and, and it, had, it had the question on the top of the card. So they knew the reporter was... Reporters were going to ask this, and they printed the response. <laughs> and I think he also claimed that they you know his his response was from the heart. Your no, your response wasn't from the heart; it was from the cue card that somebody typed up for you. <laughs> the now, thing is, they keep trying to fool everybody. No, nobody's getting fooled here. Uh, a poll came out this week: Harvard Caps Dash Harris poll. Look at that; it's got the name Harris in it. I, I know Harris polling has been around a long time. Uh, here's the deal for Kamala Harris. If she's matched up against President Trump, she does a lot worse than even Joe. Uh, Trump would beat Biden by six points, but he would beat Kamala Harris by 11 percentage points. <laughs> he would absolutely just. And only 12 percent of voters were undecided in this poll. It was 47 to 41 Trump over Biden. And then 49 to 38 over Kamala Harris. I'm surprised there's even 38%, but it's people that they hear that. that they'll oh, vote. You're telling me Trump's in the uh, election? Right, exactly. They, they'd vote for the Democrat even if the de Democrat was a zoo animal. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so what, it's, what, it's, what it was that, kangaroo running? Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, kangaroo over Trump, sure. Yeah. Uh, and we're a long way away. Uh, the next thing we're really going to see is coming up in November with the midterm congressional elections. And uh, well, so far, can, the polling is showing it's not looking good. How can how can you vote for any of this? I mean, not only is it massive incompetence and, and you have a blithering idiot as president. 
and another blithering idiot is vice president, right? I mean, they're they're not bright. Biden is, is a, you know, has got some kind of dementia. She seems to be brain damaged in some way. All their policies suck. I mean, they really stink. They're failures. The immigration is a failure. That's millions of people. The inflation rate is very high. You know, I mean, what, what, what what's 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 the good story here? It's no. not, and then and then layer on top of all this awful, irritating, nauseating wokeness. Jesus. And there's hardly any coverage of Biden's bumbles, of Harris's word salads. Uh, you can only find it in a few media outlets, maybe right? Fox and because they're, they're, the they're covering up because they're all on the same team. They're but, all progressives. Uh, the, t- the, the, the crowd that went to town and anything Trump said and everything was a crisis and everything was, oh, my God, this guy's incompetent yeah. and it's scary and it's not there. Like Russia, we don't have an independent media. Most countries don't have independent media. They don't, no. You know, and we're just like all the other countries. You know, we don't have anything you can trust. I mean, it's the way it is now. Just I will a tell you bunch what, uh, of progressive a-holes. But Biden was uh, out today talking about tapping the oil reserve. And then we'll get to the third fool in our troika of fools this hour. And that's Gavin Newsom. This is a funny story, too. More coming up. John and Ken show KFI. John and Ken show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you probably know the gas prices have come down a little bit in L.A. County. They're still above $6 a gallon. Two cents? Yeah. Two well, cents. What trend do you want, up but, or down? But this stupid headline. What did we tell you the other day? Up like a rocket, down like a feather, right? Oh, That's I know. how it works. But it, I, 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 there's a headline. We got it here. Uh, I think it was from City News Service. Gas prices drop sharply in L.A. County. So I'm looking. 1.2 cents. Yeah, sharply is not the word. But what? I mean, how Dumb a headline writer do you have to be? No, it's not. Sharply? I, I, I heard nobody else phrase it like that today. It, I heard several it, newscasts just say they've come down a bit. A bit? Well, well yeah, pennies a bit. What is one penny out of $6? Uh, you want to pay more? I mean, you know, take what you can get. one six-hundredth of the price. Yeah. Well, you have no choice. You want it to keep going up to $7? <laughs> but I'll I'm, take the feather. But, I mean. No, but I mean. Report stop it with the rocket. Report it accurately. Now, people love this kind of stuff. This story's a hoot. Uh, there's a gas station near Death Valley. There's a photograph. It is the highest price gasoline in the country. Want to hear these prices? Regular, $8.75 a gallon. The mid-grade is $8.99. And the premium, $9.23. And it looks like the diesel is $9.99. Really, $10 a gallon. $9.99 and nine-tenths. Mm-hmm. Furnace Creek, that's where this is. It's just one gas station for the entire town. And because people visit the Death Valley National Park, it's right off the highway. So it's pretty much the only game in town. And Furnace Creek is a popular place for tourists to stop on their way into the Death Valley National Park. It's home to just 136 people as of the 2020 census. What do you think they look like, those people? But they probably look like fried lizards. Uh, I don't know. Well, we, I remember we went out to one of those desert valleys once to do a show. And, yeah, there were a lot of, like, lizard-like looking people. Well, I, I think remember. that was Apple Valley you're talking about. Yeah, well, there was uh, 
We went there, to a hot place there, one time. There were there were people who just got way too much sun for way too long. <laughs> you well, the explanation of there has to be one, right? Transporting goods to Death Valley is both difficult and dangerous. Gas prices are commonly higher than other places in Southern California, even across the country. So the high prices got even higher. But it is the highest uh, price gasoline in the entire country, right there in that little town of Furnace Creek. So you can go there and fill up and tell people, I paid the most that anyone's ever paid in the, US, in the U.S. for a gallon of gas. I've always wanted to go to Death Valley. I did, too. I don't know. This is probably a better time of year or maybe the winter, right? So you, well, well, I don't want to go there in July. One of the reasons is the transportation charges. The trucks take a long time to get there. They have yes. to go through uh, dangerous mountain passes and uh, detour uh, 110 miles south before rooting back north. And they'll go anywhere from uh, cold and snow to uh, 100-degree-plus weather all on the same trip. Yeah, and if you want to go to the park and you drive there and then you end up low on gas, there's probably nothing you, you can do but pay that price I, if you want to continue on. I Yeah, I would, uh, I'd gas up ahead of time there. No competition. Hottest place Hi. on Earth, 134 degrees, highest recorded temperature in, uh, in the history of uh, the planet. There well, uh, for the 150 years that we had thermometers, I guess. What's the warmest you ever stood outside in? 122 uh, in uh, oh, Phoenix, yeah, Arizona. You just beat me. I was at 118, I think. I was at somewhere well, up in the desert there near Vegas. Yeah, I was 118 at Lake Mead once. Oh. 114 in Sherman Oaks, I remember. Wow. That was the hottest I uh, ever experienced here. So old Joe today announced that they're going to release a million barrels of oil every day for the next six months from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. They did a whole White House event. Here is some of the audio because he blames the usual targets for all the problems we're having with inflation and gas prices. The problem we're facing with gas prices has two roots. First, the pandemic. When COVID struck, demand for oil plummeted. So production slowed down worldwide. Because of the strength and the speed of our recovery, demand for oil shot back up much faster than the supply. That's why the cost of gas began to rise last year. The second route is Vladimir Putin. The start of this year, gas was about $3.30 a gallon. Today, it's about averaging $4.20, $4.22. It's higher in many states. Nearly a dollar more in less than three months. The reason for that is because of Putin's war. Yes, Putin's war. It's got that that old man smacking of the lips sound. Yeah, like his dentures exactly. are moving around. Uh, most energy experts don't think this is really going to make much of a difference, well, although a lot of people have been crying for him. They always do. Really? Some yeah, reserve oil? Because because people don't know how the oil markets work. So the they benchmark just, they oil price fell 6% today. And it, Oh, that's why they came down a penny? No, I don't. There's no connection to the actual no, there's pump no, price. There's no connection. No, not at all. Because the the prices, it, have, it, the oil prices have been coming down for quite a while. But in California, the pump prices have not really followed suit until very recently, and they're they're coming down barely at all. So. You know what? Most people don't know anything about the oil industry, and so what politicians do, and oil executives do this too. They just make stuff up, they lie, and they blurt it out, and it gets reduced to misleading headlines, and. At the end of the day, nobody knows anything more about the oil industry than when they started because nobody really has a, an honest debate. 
he talks he talked today Biden did about all these uh, now there's 9000 leases that uh, the oil companies have on federal lands that are unused just makes that blunt declaration well the other side of the story is yeah there is another side <laughs> half of them haven't uh, the government hasn't given the oil companies the permits to execute the leases and then several thousand more of the leases are being tied up by environmentalists with lawsuits. So out of those 9,000, there are relatively very few that the oil companies can take action on because the government doesn't release the permits and the environmental activists uh, muck everything up with their stupid lawsuits. And there's no guarantee there's even going to be oil there. No, That's for there's exploration. Not. I imagine there are places where they think there is, but some of the oil companies say it can take a lot so, to find out if there is, and it may not be. This is Biden- intentionally misleading people because he knows he can and no one's going to push back except an oil company executive who nobody believes anyway because they have their own credibility problems right but nobody learns the truth about any of this and there's nobody in the media who tries to explain it everybody uh, just goes back to knob slobbering old uh, old joe here's trivia how many barrels you think is the u.s reserve total i don't know so releasing a million a day, it's six hundred million. Oh, that, so by the way, is just about a month of total American consumption. The Americans consume about six hundred million barrels a month. Well, they'll 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 sell it. See, also another thing is they may be releasing it at the top of the market here. They can yeah. they can uh, now get you know, let's say you get uh, I, I don't know what what the price of oil is today. Let's say it's a hundred. Ten dollars, yeah, right? It's been hovering around. Okay, so they can now sell it at hundred and ten dollars a barrel. If the oil price drops over the next few months, they'll buy the replacement oil at a cheaper price and actually gain a profit. Right. So that probably factors into it too. We we can we can get a cheap headline because nobody is gonna explore the details. It's not really gonna change anything. It's too small amount spread out over a long period of time. So it's not going to have a major impact on things. But they get a headline, well, this is what, now, now there's a talking point. So every administration official that's pushed by a reporter now has a talking point to deflect the question. All right, coming up next, the third fool in our troika of fools. We had Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and it's a good story about dopey Governor dippity Do Gavin Newsom coming up next. John and Ken showed. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, who wants free money? Coming up in the 3 o'clock hour, we'll tell you if you're an L.A. County resident, how you might be able to get $1,000 a month. That's right. It's another guaranteed income program. It's begun. They're accepting applications. Woohoo! Yeah, you know what I bet you is going to be applying? All the people that were uh, screaming at Maxine Waters yesterday for a free apartment. I would think so. Right, they were desperate. Yeah, they're desperate. <laughs> That's why they were screaming. <laughs> they have no homes. <laughs> they're not desperate. Sure. They're anyway. Re they refuse to work. Uh, apparently, though, the process is long to apply, and it does ask some private, invasive questions. Well, we'll tell you what those are. I hope so. They shouldn't well, be also, that program shouldn't exist. What an, what an abomination. We'll also give you the El Segundo Times version of where we are with Mayor Yoga Pants' appointment, or lack thereof, to the ambassadorship to India. 
they've kind of been following Politico's actually had better stuff on the story, yeah. but it's always funny to read the El Segundo Times take on this. Now, here's your update on the third fool of the hour. We've already covered Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Now we move to the governor of the state, Gavin Newsom, in the most ridiculous picture I think I've seen in a while that was posted to social media, Gavin Newsom's Twitter account. He's sitting there with his left hand on his chin. It looks like he's at the kitchen table, right? And he's got a book in his hand. It's Beloved by Toni Morrison. And he's staring pensively at the pages with the perfect backdrop of the kitchen. There's a little plate there in front of him. He's pretending to read. His sleeves are rolled up, right? He's pretending to read Beloved. You might say, what the hell is this? Well, remember a week or so ago, he was trying to make a big deal out of Florida and the don't say gay bill. And he was trying to get Disney to maybe bring jobs back to California because Florida is intolerant. He seems to be, how do I put it? Because he thinks he's going to run for president. I think if things collapse in 24, collapse completely on Biden and then Harris, he thinks he might be the go-to guy. I really believe this because it looks like he's trying to broaden his U.S. and cultural social issue profile. That's what I think he's doing with the Disney Florida thing and now with this thing. And basically, this is about book bans. That's why he's reading Beloved. I guess there are some school districts around the country who have banned that book. I don't know. I don't follow this closely. I hate the culture wars. I really, really hate them. I kind of ignore most of them. I don't even know what's in that book. I mean, I don't... That was the movie with Oprah Winfrey, right? I I don't watch that stuff. I have no interest in any of this. No, I didn't didn't read the book. Well, that's not important. What's important about the story is that he's trying to establish himself, and you really should take a look at the photo. It is hysterical. He's not wearing a tie. He's just wearing a white shirt, but he's rolled up the sleeves. Oh, And he just looks like, he looks so smug. (laughs) I'm looking at the photo. Yeah, it does. Oh, look how. Look at me. I'm a deep thinker. I'm I'm getting deeply involved with this book here. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody completely orchestrated the picture, told him how to sit there. He doesn't read. He's, He's got bad dyslexia. So when you have that, it's not comfortable to sit and read. Well, how do you? Well, what does he do about all the bills on his desk and all the things he has to read as governor? I mean, there's lots of uh, probably has somebody read it to him, or they put it in bullet point form. Somebody reads it to him like he's a blind person. Well, it really is. It really is hard to read if you have bad dyslexia because the the words are all jumbled up. So apparently, in the stack, and again, he's trying to mock other states that have banned these books. Uh, There's also George Orwell's 1984. Uh, a book by Art Spiegelman called Mouse. But there's To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Uh, Probably most people are familiar with either the book and or the movie, which was a major release many years ago. And the joke is, and I guess they didn't know this when they posed him for the picture, there's actually at least one school district in California which is banned To Kill a Mockingbird. Here in Burbank. Yeah, it kind of reverses... The theme that he's trying to put out there because, in California, we don't ban these books because they this use is my way of saying we're different than many other states, school districts, because they 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 use racial slurs in the book. Um, yeah, it be, says here because, Burbank, you're right, uh, you know, because a lot of books are set in a, a certain time. And so, you know, to recreate accurately how people spoke, then the racial slurs are included. And I don't know. I didn't know we had a bunch of woke holes in Burbank. They, they banned to kill a mockingbird. I 
Yeah, it says that apparently uh, there were some black parents who objected to the book's use of the racial slurs. Three of them. Oh, is that what? It- yeah, four parents, three of them black. But I thought the overall theme and lesson from the book's an important one against racism. Isn't yeah, that nobody point? nobody cares about that. See, it's just... in order to depict the old South and what's in the book, right. you, you have to you have to you have you, to be realistic. Right, you have to portray things accurately. Right, that's part of the oppression. That's part of the bad treatment. Wow, I, you know, it's 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 just exhausting. They, <laughs> I hated those classic books anyway. I couldn't stand being forced to read them. I really couldn't. Uh, you know, I don't remember reading any of these books. Um, oh, we read books. I remember in English classes yeah, but, in, in middle school and high school. But, it, uh, well, we read, um, I think we read Homer, Odyssey. That was my first big fight with a teacher. Like, huge fight. The, the, the school actually sent me to a psychiatrist after the fight. Oh. I had a huge argument because it was this English teacher. And... Um, she forced us to read all these classic books, Shakespeare and Chaucer and all this stuff. I was bored out of my mind. I hated it. And then we were supposed to write essays. No. And I thought, I, and I said to her, why do I, these books are boring. I've got no interest. Why do I have to write an essay? You're barely going to read it anyway. And you're going to throw it in the bottom drawer of your desk. Like what, what, what's, what's the purpose of this? This is a waste of my time. Oh God, she got pissed. And I got pissed and we're yelling back and forth. And then, she reported me to, to somebody. They said, well, maybe you should talk to a counselor. I remember in ninth grade, we had to read Great Expectations. And believe it or not, it was still that format where everybody in the class has to read a paragraph. Oh, I hated that. I was so bored by that. And then some kids can't read and they're stuttering. And it's like, this yeah. is going to take forever and it's yeah. boring. So everybody has to read a little section yeah. and you move to the next student. That was a way to kill a class time. High school English class. Most excruciating moments of my life. I, I'm, I'm, so I, I'm really amazed that I didn't uh, like lash out and commit some kind of a crime. That was just awful. All right. L.A. County's Guaranteed Income Program is here. They're starting to take applications. You, that's you in the audience. You may be eligible to get $1,000 a month for three years. No strings attached. Uh, we'll give you the uh, horrid details coming up. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news, KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today. At 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Ugh, another pointless video call where nothing gets done. I think you're on mute, David. Uh, oh, sorry, what did I miss? IT just approved Miro for the whole company. Miro? That's the... Online whiteboard for team collaboration. We can make these long video meetings so much shorter with Miro boards. We can share ideas, feedback, and updates on them whenever actually see what we're talking about it's all online Miro will make our flexible work setup so much easier with one virtual space for our brainstorms projects presentations oh that sounds kind of amazing so i don't need to wake up for 6 a.m calls with the london office anymore now you're getting it 
Don't let time zones get in the way of your team working well together. See why 99% of the Fortune 100 trust Miro to get good work done from anywhere. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.